Come on, this all day. We're in the end game now. What's up? Welcome back to the Weekly Bugle Podcast, where I'm one of your co-hosts, Tyler. And I am your other host, Jesse. And today, we got a lovely trailer by Marvel. Um, the beginning of the trailer, like, at a Stan Lee, little Stan Lee... Uh, Narration? Yes, there I you I guess go. you could say. Yeah, a lot of Stan Lee quotes. Yeah, it was really nice, touching... Yeah, it, it, I don't know, just really impactful hearing Stan Lee again talking about the world we live in and, you know, how we mm-hmm. need to love each other. But then also kind of the words also meshing into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, really well done. Really, really touching. I appreciated that. I um, It's been a while since I've heard his voice. Like, I yeah. haven't watched a Marvel movie in a while. So I um, it's been a while. It's been, it was nice, though. Yeah, for sure. And we got a ton of new dates. And new movies. Well, n- not new movies. I guess you're right. Just dates. Yeah, some of them, at least we know more officially what the lineup mm-hmm. is. But yeah, a lot of this these phase, phase four movies were pushed back because of all of this COVID stuff. So yeah, it's kind of sad to think that like a lot of this we would have been like seeing now. Like or Black like, Widow. Yeah, Black Widow for sure would have been like last year. We would have seen Shang-Chi and Eternals, do you maybe think even we Spider-Man. Seen, do you think we would have seen Shang-Chi already? Yeah, that was supposed to be in like, uh, yeah, I can't remember what the initial release date was. Eternals was going to be right after Black Widow in like November. So it's interesting to see those Shang-Chi and Eternals have flipped. Flip-flopped, yeah. Yeah, and then Shang-Chi was going to be in like March of this year, I think. Mm, Okay. Or maybe it's so tough because so many dates have moved around. I can't remember if it was this year or last year or what. So in the trailer, though, so we're going to go kind of like movie by movie based. Yeah. Like in the trailer, um, at the beginning of the trailer, uh, we like the first half of the trailer is just like a little preview of all the Marvel movies we've seen or like a little like a glimpse of them all. Like yeah. what we've seen in the MCU so far um, with the Stanley cam- uh, voiceover. And then it goes from it shows movie by movie and release dates. And it showed us some footage of uh, Black Widow, Shang-Chi and Internals. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll kind of hit those movies first. Yeah, and I should say, um, just before we get into it, as far as what we're planning for, like, the entirety of this episode is pretty much, this isn't necessarily a trailer breakdown. We're pretty much going to go through this official release lineup, talk about each movie individually, kind of what we know, how they might tie into each other, what to expect sort of deal. And um, we'll pretty much move through it that way. And then also, also, yes, spoiler warning. Yes, so (laughs) we were filming this May 3rd. So things can change from here till then. And um, some of this is spoilers because some of it might be true, but we have no idea on what's 100% true. Yeah, specifically Spider-Man, Spider-Man yes. because you have some some leaks that you want to talk yes. about. Thanks to Reddit. Thanks to Reddit, which you know may or may not be legit. Uh, I'm leaning more towards the legit side. Yeah, the... Um, the We'll get into it. We'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But Spider-Man. just just so you know up front, if you maybe yeah. are so a little spoiler bit... alert. This has been turn the podcast off and come back after you've watched the movie. Yeah, I don't know that they would want to <laughs> at that point. <laughs> we'll just... But all right, why don't we? Uh... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Listen, listen with your own caution. Listen with caution. Yes. So first movie is Black Widow. The release date is July 9th, twenty twenty one. Um. So this movie is supposed to take place between Civil War and Infinity War, kind of seeing her uh, reminisce about her old life or maybe even go back to her life back in, what is it, Russia? Is that where she's from or is it Germany? 
It, it, it Russia. Russia, okay. Is there a difference between Russia and Germany? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my geography sucks, so. Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah. she's Russian, and uh, yeah, so Black Widow's background, if, you, if you're not too familiar, she was raised in the Red Room, which has been kind of alluded to in the in the movies, or that, that's where she was trained as a child to especially become an assassin. In, especially in Infinity War, not Infinity War, in Civil War. Age, of, Age of Ultron. Yeah, Age that's of when, Ultron. That's where we got to see that little glimpse. Yeah, just a little bit of what the Red Room was like. Um, mm-hmm. I know in the comics they've done some. I, I don't. I guess you call it retconning, but I read one where like Bucky was even training her at one point. That's interesting. And um, yeah, they ended up having like a like a relationship and all these different things. So it'd be cool if maybe that was touched on in some way. I mean, Black Widow does allude to knowing of the Winter Soldier, although she said he shot her. So they probably yeah. didn't have a relationship at no. any point, but he may have been involved in some sort of training. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't really want to see a Bucky reunion with Black Widow because I feel like that's a waste of a movie that Sebastian Stan would be in. If be like a, a throw cameo. I think it'd be like a throwaway part. The only thing I'd want to see in this would be a flashback to Budapest because I want to know what happened in Budapest. With I think they have to. Yeah. With Hawkeye. But especially this is going to be uh, Scarlett Johansson's last Marvel movie. And it's keeping all the fans, you know, in the, you know, I mean, I'm sure some of us don't care, but there's still like a good portion of us that want to know what happened in Budapest because they allude to it so much. I want more Black Widow and Hawkeye in general. I feel Mm -hmm. like that was a really cool setup in Avengers 1 and they kind of just didn't really go anywhere with that. You know, she's even got the necklace with the arrow on it. So I feel like like a, a relationship may have been in the making at some point until Joss Whedon decided that Hawkeye should have a family and Widow should date the Hulk. No, yeah, which is weird. Yeah, I'm no. not a fan of those decisions. But um, yeah, I would like to see a Budapest, even, even if it's just a small, yeah, just a small aspect of it. It would be really cool get a Hawkeye cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned like Winter Soldier. They they might be doing what you're talking about and not having winter soldiers show up i guess you could maybe i don't know i was thinking maybe they could have something where taskmaster was involved with training students at the red room i don't know how he trains about a, that. he trains a lot of people it may not have trained natasha but maybe he's training regular now students now taskmaster is allegedly the the villain of the movie he could be like a side villain but yeah. hopefully you know he is the main villain and in the multiple Black Widow trailers we've seen, we've seen like him use like the shield. We've seen him shoot arrows. And uh, there's even a scene where he kind of like shoots something out and like swings off it, kind of like a Spider-Man. And he even has like claws like Black Panther. So oh, yeah. um, Taskmaster is, he learns his opponent's moves. So it so shows he's been studying the different Avengers uh, throughout the last couple of years. And uh so it just shows that, like, how cool that is, I guess you could say. Yeah, and uh, if, if any of our listeners are like, who the hell is Taskmaster? Basically, how he, what he is in the comics is he, his ability is he has photographic reflexes, is what it's called. And he can learn a an opponent's, like, fighting style just by watching them pretty much instantaneously. So mm-hmm. if you remember kind of like what Tyler was alluding to, him watching, like, multiple TV screens and watching the Avengers fight. And it's pretty cool, like um, you mentioned the shield, him wielding the shield, and he's using moves that he had in Captain America Winter Soldier during that elevator fight, I think specifically when Cap 
stomps the shield back up onto his yes. arm. Yeah, and it's cool because there was it's basically saying that there was a camera in that elevator, and now Taskmaster is watching the footage of that, and that's how he's he's getting these moves. Hey, this isn't anything like spoiler related. Like I just thought of this. What if, uh, like, how would he get the footage for from Shield during that time that you just alluded to with the fight scene? What if Sharon sold the footage because and she hired him as the power broker? That's a cool idea. That could happen. You could even if um you know Val could have given that to him because mm-hmm. I if you listen to our other episodes on the Falcon and Winter Soldier, which we will be discussing the ending of that too. I guess we should put a spoiler warning on that because that'll probably come up. It, mm-hmm. it may be this entire podcast is probably just a spoiler warning. Just spoiler all over the place. Yeah, yeah, I think that's safe. But um, so I would say that's possible. I think it's also put. Like, it's possible that, you remember Black Widow leaked a lot of files, like S.H.I.E.L.D. files Mm -hmm. and Hydra files at the end of Winter Soldier. You could say that that was part of it, and that now Taskmaster was able to get a hold of it. We've also seen uh, Thunderbolt Ross is chasing Widow, presumably. But the only question, why would she leak that specifically? Like, I think, when I think of files... Everything is what I mean. Yeah, I know, but I don't think, like... The pur- I don't understand. I don't know what the purpose of be would to leak like archive video footage of Captain America whooping Shield agents' asses in the elevator. Like yeah, I could see like saved. classified like you know documents stating like, oh, Shield has been monitoring X, Y, and Z person. Yeah, I that's guess what so. I, think I mean of. that that could be classified. I mean that's internal data. I'm I'm just saying you there are yeah, many no, ways no. that he could get his hands on that footage. It could be more. I don't know. Uh, specific in that somebody gives him that information another thing i'm kind of curious about is his shield i wonder if it's going to be like walker shield where it takes one punch and the shit just breaks like have you thought have you thought about that maybe maybe this is marvel's first chance to make the shield adamantium that would be cool i don't know that they had the rights to adamantium Did, did they when they were making black widow i'm not sure but you could always you could always do like uh a reshoot like and instead of being like this is strong metals you know you just say this is adamantium or you know he has a mask on so we don't have to see his face and he's just saying this is adamantium like he comes in like a week later to make like the voice part over you know depending on who's hired him too i mean we know ulysses claw was trafficking vibranium mm -hmm. so taskmaster being in the underground or you know at some point he may have been able to have dealings with claw and or somebody who hired Taskmaster gets him the material to make him his own shield to make yeah. him essentially a, a Captain America duplicate. So that's something I just thought about also. No, that's a good point. I didn't think about that at all. But that yeah, I would maybe think Claw, if you wanted to go that route, mm-hmm. you could say that he somehow maneuvered his way into getting that for Taskmaster. So do you have anything else for Black Panther Black Widow? Excuse me um not too sure i Actually, mean it's oh go ahead the only other person i'm really interested in is red guardian because he's supposed to be like the russia's version of captain america right um but we see he's like a big burly dude like he isn't somebody who's jacked like you know chris evans was as steve rogers are uh well we've sam such a new captain america but you know like steve rogers was so instead he's like big and like he has a huge gut to him and I'm kind of 
Oh, sorry to cut you I'm, off. I was just saying, I, I think it's meant to, like, that at one point he was buff like Steve, but he's just really let himself go and just eats all the time and gotcha. there's no need for him. I another, think that's the route. Another thing is, I wonder if his shield is vibranium as well, or because he has a shield as well. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of shields going on. Yeah, I, I don't know about his. I don't know enough about Red Guardian, I guess. I, I mean, I know he's essentially like a Russian Captain yeah. America type, but yeah, he'll be he'll be interesting. Yelena Belova is also being introduced in this, another Black Widow type. She's, yeah, usually an antagonist. I know that they seem to have them kind of friendly in the movie as well. Do you think she's going to take Black Widow's spot in the Marvel Universe because she's kind of a similar character? That's what I was going to ask you. I could totally see her being set up to maybe take, take up baton. the mantle. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking also. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen to Yelena in the movie. I mean, yeah. she, she could end up dying by the end of it, or maybe she'll, uh, yeah, maybe she will live on to carry the mantle and become the new Black Widow, mm-hmm. uh, which which I, I believe she has been Black Widow at, at one point in the comics. So, Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, you may have to fact fact check me on that, but um, but yeah, she would be the the one to take it up if anybody was. They're they're pretty they're pretty identical. You remember in the trailer too, like their fighting style is very yeah. identical. They're pulling the same moves on each other, so yeah, probably keep an eye on Yelena Belova, and she's probably the the main carryover i'm hoping taskmaster sticks around i really like taskmaster as a character so i'm really uh really hoping that he's he's sticking around i think he has a really cool move set and i think he would tie in well to some sort of thunderbolts movie or some sort of villain team uh, especially if they're incorporating someone like john walker and maybe presumably mm-hmm. other villains he would be a great fit so i would like to see more from him and i think he would Definitely contribute to some interesting fights throughout the universe. What's your girl's name again? Uh, Yelena Belova. I couldn't find nothing like a quick check. I'm sure she has. I don't want to say she hasn't, but like yeah. just a, doing like a quick Google search, I didn't see anything. I'm pretty confident she has. I just second guess myself with comics a lot, yeah. and my memory's trash. So, <laughs> yeah, mine's not that much better. Um, so moving on to Shang Chi. So. I'm not familiar with Shang-Chi. All I know is Shang-Chi is uh, the best martial artist that is going to be in the MCU. And he's supposed to be better than Iron Fist, who was allegedly the best martial artist at first. Does that make sense? Iron Fist is like second best. So they're they're both, you know, bred to be, you know, elite martial artists. Shang-Chi is, uh, to my understanding, not super powered at all. Iron Fist, you know, has the iron fist yeah but, but shang chi is still the the better fighter and i believe he's considered the best fighter in the marvel universe so he's definitely a force to be reckoned with and quite the intro introduction of a character so expect some some pretty good fights out of him or at least when you bring someone like shang chi into a movie universe you got to bring the the fighting in so have you seen the trailers the trailers look like well there's like there's only one trailer but that fight scene on the bus looks really good too and yeah. I, I like how it's like quick movements and everything like that um and it has like some crouching tiger hidden dragon vibes like in that forest fight scene yeah for sure and uh we're also getting the introduction reintroduction style the mandarin, of the mandarin. mandarin yes damn it did i tell you that story 
No. I was trying to show Christina, my fiance, the uh, Shang-Chi trailer. And I'm like, uh-huh. look, babe, this is the Mandalorian. And she's like, no, that's Star Wars. And I'm like, no, this is the Mandalorian. And, she, and after like a Google search and like going back and forth, she was right and I was wrong. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Especially <laughs> since you have a Marvel podcast. Yeah, I know. It's terrible, right? <laughs> like my like, credibility like, just goes down out the window. Yes. <laughs> like, like I know, I knew he was like, I knew it wasn't the Mandalorian, but I didn't know if I like I knew it was the Manda, uh, the Mandalore. I know, I know, I've known you for a while, and yeah. you, I, I wouldn't call, yeah, I don't know what the word is, but you mix words up quite a bit, <laughs> and pretty often. So, any listeners that maybe get like, like, did he switch those words up at any point over something? Yes, he did switch those words up. <laughs> just, just, just go with it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make him feel smart for a moment. <laughs> but um, it is the Mandarin that we're getting. It's going to be a little bit of a different take. So if you remember from Iron Man three, three? Yes. yeah, there was the Mandarin, and then there was the reveal that it's not the Mandarin. It's some guy named Trevor who's an actor impersonating the Mandarin. Yeah, really not so great twist. And then there was like a short clip later that suggested the mandarin still uh, exists somewhere so i don't know how the tie is necessarily gonna happen with that if we'll get trevor mentions or not i hope we are getting the mandarin in this movie he's gonna be a little bit different from how we know him from the comics uh the mandarin there's the ten rings of course which is in the title of shang chi it looks like they're changing it up because they don't have rings on like fingers it's bracelets this time on their forearms in the trailer. Which but that's is just strange. like his goonies. That's not like him. Like he could still have rings. Like that might just be their way of having powers. I don't It looked like they were wearing them on their bracelets. But, like but that's what I'm bracelets. saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like it could just be the goons, like his like tough guys. Like it might not be him. Like he still might have rings because even in the trailers and the, the like logo, there's like rings on the top and there's rings on the bottom. Yeah, but you can't really gauge the size. I don't no, know. It just and you don't see his hands either. But I, I really yeah. want to. I really want to say that they wouldn't like fuck something up that much by going from rings to the, you know, to bracelets. I guess it depends on how they do it because I've seen it suggested through like uh, through different platforms. This isn't an idea of my own, but that maybe uh, like a bigger being originally had the rings and that maybe someone like fing fang foom a giant dragon at one point had them and they were rings for him but now with humans on them they're more like bracelets, bracelets. the even, the movie's even called legend of the ten rings so like yeah. i can't imagine them saying like it calling them rings and then it's just people's bracelets but ring is well they wouldn't call it bracelets but rings as in like Circles, a circular metal yeah so okay. a ring, a ring to a giant dragon, and we be, see, yeah. and we see a dragon, in, or like a big ass lion, or something like. There's some kind of beast. I don't remember what it is now. In one of the trailers, yeah. So, but the ten rings will be a thing. Each ring has its own power associated with it. Not quite like the Infinity Stones, but kind of like on a lower scale. But yeah, accumulating those ten rings can give you uh, quite the the wealth of power. It, not really like world altering i don't believe but i guess it depends on the rings there's 10 of them i can't remember exactly which one feels so so inadequate on this (laughs) but um as far as shang chi yeah uh fighter but also sorry with the mandarin also 
uh, it looks to be he's going to be Shang-Chi's father in this, which isn't typically the case. So they're kind of blending those two characters together. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so there's a few different ways. I've read a little bit of the most recent Shang-Chi comic, and I know a little bit of that story is like Shang-Chi was, there's like different sex in the I said that weird. Like sections of people is what I <laughs> is how I meant. S E C T S. You, you, you just pulled on me. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to. Audio listeners are like, they're doing what in this movie? Yeah, no. Um, there's like different it's a softcore porno guys. Yeah, different. I'm trying to think of good words now instead. Different regions or like um different families within the like uh where shang chi was raised i'm i'm blanking so hard right now like is but um like there's different types of families different ethnicities sort of um yeah i'm blanking on the word of course but here well, while <laughs> you think about that get, take a second thinking about that because right. um he has 10 rings so each ring or bracelet maybe in this movie has yeah. different powers so i looked up the powers i figured that'd be something that's kind of interesting so straight out of the comics the pinky, uh, the pinky on the left hand has an ice blast. His ring finger has a memento intensifier. Uh, it like um, psychic energy enabling him to mentally control a person. His middle finger has an electro blast. Index finger has a flame blast. His thumb has a white light, which you know obviously is going to emit light to like blind you. Mm-hmm. His right hand has a black light, um, which is kind of cool. His ring finger on the right hand has a disinguishing beam. Destroys bonds between atoms and molecules, causing in an object's cohesion to fall apart. So basically, he can, like, you know, disintegrate people, but it does need 20 minutes to charge between uses. Um, his middle finger has a vortex beam, index finger has an impact beam, and his thumb has a matter rearranger, which actually sounds kind of powerful if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, that does sound pretty cool. Um, and because you have mentioned comparing them to the different infinity stones. Yeah, because I think at first you would think maybe, okay, you collect all 10 stones, now you control the universe, like a Thanos thing. It's not like that. These are more like having like 10 weapons. 10 like, powers, yeah, yeah, 10 different powers. 10 superpowers. Or I wonder how, like he, like, how he gets them also. Like, I don't know how he does it, um, but it's kind of cool, though, that he has essentially 10 powers, 10 different types of powers that, you know, Shang-Chi is going to have to overcome. Right. Um, did you figure out what you were trying to say now? I, I think the word that I was hoping for was more like clan. Gotcha. Okay. Was, yeah. Factions. Did, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now we got the words. Yeah. Factions, clans. And yeah, Shang-Chi was meant to take up one of them, but he like goes to Earth instead and yeah, just gets called back into it essentially. So yeah, I don't, we don't know much about it. I don't know how the Mandarin is going to play into it or what Shang-Chi is going to have to overcome necessarily but he's definitely an interesting character i would love to see if it eventually led into something like iron fist and maybe like the seven capital cities of heaven you know all these different uh worlds that you can explore so shang chi could open the door to a lot of that and iron fist is often you know they they kind of feature in each other's comics mostly shang chi i think in iron fist so I I expect quite a lot from Shang-Chi. I don't know. He I'm looking forward to him the most, I guess. Just out of like fight scenes and that the, universe. I'm looking forward to him towards the fight fight scenes, but I to be honest, 
I'm not sure how he's going to handle versus like team up movies. Cause of course he's going to, have to be in the team up movies, mm-hmm. but cause he's not going to just be like a standalone character. Uh, so like think of like the next big bad guy. Let's just say it's um, Galactus, right? Mm-hmm. Like how is he, what is he going to do to help fight against Galactus? Like he's going to be fighting like Galactus's minions while like, you know, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know, like some, like Thor is like throwing his hammer at him or his axe. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, he doesn't have any type of, like, he's really good at martial arts, but that's going to be a limit. Like, I, it's I not know. like Peter Parker who has his Peter Tingle and his spider webs and his super strength and, you know, his agility and like all these different things Spider-Man has are even Peter Quill. He's like part God and, you know, he can fly around with his space boots. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what's Shang-Chi going to, unless he gets the 10 rings after, if he wins, you know, does that yeah, make sense? I doubt he would use it. I see what you're saying. I think that's maybe more of a problem with the villain that they choose or how to overcome it. Well, I feel like they've already chosen their villain. I think they're just getting ready to build towards it. You think it's Galactus that they're building towards? No, no. I was just using him as an example. Like it could be Galactus. It could be Dr. Doom because Fantastic Four has been, you know, approved. Yeah. But I um I was just using, you know, him as an example because uh isn't Galactus in uh Ant-Man? Uh you're you're thinking of Kang. Kang. Damn it, Kang. But uh <laughs> but okay, but regardless, like it could be Kang, Doctor Doom, Galactus, Thanos yeah. could come back. But I don't see what Shang Chi would do versus a big bad. He would be, I think he would still be very effective. You figure a lot of martial arts sometimes is like redirecting a stronger opponent's momentum and using it against them. He probably has good knowledge of like pressure points and stuff. I, I could see him definitely overcoming. You know, thinking about it, like Black, they, Black Widow and Hawkeye like did their work against them. And like Hawkeye yeah. just shoots an arrow and Black Widow had like sticks. That's what I mean is whatever the bigger enemy is, there's always going to be these like more human style heroes that we have you know we're getting kate bishop who's gonna be another hero and yeah i'm trying to think of maybe more human natured ones but i think that's always going to be a thing it just depends galactus would be a tough one in general but he may be a villain just for cosmic movies yeah i don't don't know know if we'll ever get to galactus so we're probably spinning our wheels on that but well i think we have to get to him eventually for marvel but i think i'm just over I think I'm just overthinking yeah, the fact that so. he's like a human and I have to think that there still has been multiple humans, even yeah. though like some of the humans we've seen are like super powered, like Black Panther, super enhanced, like Black Panther, Bucky and Steve. Yeah. All right. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll leave Galactus for like maybe another topic because I, I think we could we could go on a long time about where yeah. Galactus could I was end just up using him as go. an example. No, like, no, I feel you. the first just... one that came to mind. I get excited someone brings up Galactus. I want to talk about Galactus. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you want to move on to the next movie? By the way, Shang-Chi's release, release date, I'm not sure if we said it, was September 3rd, 2021. Yeah, I, I don't as think we did. Now. So, yeah, so not, yeah, uh, this year. So pretty, pretty soon. Uh, Black Widow was also announced to be releasing on Disney+. Plus as well yeah uh, i think you still got to pay for whatever their fee like is it's like 30, 30 yeah. yeah 
or you can go see it in theaters. I don't, I didn't see if Shang-Chi was going to be like that. I imagine they're holding out for a theater. Yeah, I'm sure they will want that. I guess that'll be kind of down the road if they decide that Disney Plus is necessary still. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I guess we can get into Eternals. Eternals. So Eternals release date is November 5th, 2021. Um, I don't know much about the Eternals, but I'm being 100% honest. Mm-hmm. I do know we we mentioned I just mentioned to you off the podcast about Kit. I think his last name's Harrington. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the actor. Yeah, he went from Lord of the Rings to Marvel. Like you can't go do any better. Game of Thrones. What I say, Lord of the Rings. Yes. God damn it, Game of Thrones. I even said it right when we were talking about it at the beginning. Yeah, earlier. He went, you Game of Th- <laughs> <laughs> he went from Game of Thrones to Marvel, so it doesn't get any better because those are well, Game of Thrones. Everybody loves Game of Thrones. I've never seen it. Have you watched wow. it, Jesse? Have you? Yeah, watched yeah, it? I've seen it. Uh-huh. I, I haven't seen it. Well, when I heard about it, it was like season five, and I didn't want to jump on the trend. I didn't want to be like, oh yeah, let me hop on that because everybody likes it. Yeah. So, but you can't transition to do anything better if you want to join from one successful franchise to another. Um, other than that, Angelina Jolie's in it. Selma Hayek, mm-hmm. uh, Gemma Chan. I don't know who that is. She played. Uh, she was in the Captain Marvel movie. She played uh the the blue lady that gets blown up by uh monica rambeau in the gotcha. ship okay you remember her name um um her name is uh, cersei s-e-r-s-i in the movie no i mean in the captain marvel movie no i'm sure that's her name again no i don't uh, remember it i don't remember cersei's a character in eternals yeah and then uh, Richard Madden's also. You said he was from Game of Thrones as well. Yeah, he's also from Game of Thrones. He was in a couple seasons. So uh, quite the the caliber of actors that they've gotten yeah. for it. Um, Gemma Chan being, uh, is she now the first person who's had uh, two roles in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? No. Because who else would? Who else has? Anthony Mackie is Smiling Tiger and... In- yeah, I guess <laughs> sort of. Um, but I mean, no, like, was in another movie. I think a, that's. Character. I think that's probably. Um, no, there's that. Uh, he was in the Howling Commandos with Captain America. He's an Asian oh, guy. Yeah. He was also Peter Parker's uh principal. Principal. Yeah, that's right. They. Do I don't that. know his name. He's like it's like a very small small role in both spots. Yeah. And her first role in Captain Marvel is kind of small too. So, but those are two reoccurring people that have had multiple ones. They tied it in saying like, yeah, that the Howling Commando was his his grandfather, grandfather. or something yeah. like that. So they were at least related in that way. Mm-hmm. I guess what I mean is Gemma Chan is playing like two very different, different characters. Yeah. yeah. They were kind of like, oops, we wasted her on this other character. So we'll, we'll bring her back. Also, the, uh, the director, um, I don't know her name, but she just won an Oscar for a movie. So Chloe she, Zhao, I think, if I'm pronouncing Something like that, right. that. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, she just won an Oscar for Homeland, Nomadland, or something like that. I'm not but, too familiar with her. Um, no, I'm not either, actually. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean, Chloe getting an Zhao. Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I expect that she will bring Come with her quite the... Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I am expecting quite a lot. Eternals is, is an interesting one. I'm putting that kind of in the realm of Guardians of the Galaxy, not thematically, but in that it's a group of characters that are Mystics. relatively unknown that yeah. Marvel is going to shape in whatever way they want to make them really big popular characters. So typically I think everyone heard you're doing Eternals and but at this point 
Marvel does anything, I trust them. Yeah. It's going to be good. And I imagine it does give you a lot of flexibility to take unknown characters and really make them what you want. So doing, but, um, doing a quick Wikipedia search, they are described as an offshoot of the evolutionary process that created sent, sent, sentient yeah, sentient life on Earth. The original instigators of the process, the aliens sent celestials into the internals to be the defenders of Earth, Earth, which leads to the inevitability of the war that destructive counterparts. Here, I'll just I'll try to boil down what what I know into yeah, because I, I don't I don't know a lot of good English, so I kind of dumb it down. <laughs> but um, the Eternals is basically going to take place there. Uh, they are that they're eternal. They've lived for thousands of years and have existed alongside the earth and are pretty much there in the early days. And basically Thanos is, I, I believe he's considered an eternal, but he's also considered a deviant, which is why he's purple and looks different. And I believe the deviants are like the enemies of the eternals, you know, they, they kind of end up fighting each other. So the eternals, they each have their own powers and they're, you know, strong cosmic beings. So what we'll see for the Eternals is um, I assume Marvel is wanting to kind of build up an understanding in the cinematic universe of the early early days of of, uh, the Marvel universe and how that was going around the time of Thanos because we kind of got a little bit of a hint of that when he was talking about Titan and how all his people were wiped out at one point. So I imagine it would be cool if in the Eternals, we did go back to Titan or saw something like that, or maybe saw a young Thanos. Um, uh, Thanos mm-hmm. is a mutant member of the race of superhumans known as Titan Internals. The characters possess abilities common to the Internals, but amplified to a higher degree through a combination of mutant internal heritage, bionic uh, amplifications, mystic system, mysticism, and uh, power bestowed by the abstract entity death. So basically, he's like a mutant superhuman. He 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 has eternal like heritage. So you're right. Okay. I'm I just sorry. yeah, I just kind of you you like gave you guys got real squinty. So like yeah, he, yeah, I got lost a little bit in there. But yeah, I think basically Thanos is very strong. Eternals are very strong. They they have their own powers. Um, yeah. So I I guess it'll it could give more backstory to thanos which i think would be cool i'm i'm assuming i'm speaking as if thanos is going to be in this movie i have no idea he, he very well might not be yeah but he's the only one that we know in the cinematic universe that kind of ties back to the eternals a little bit so i have a question where were the eternals when thanos like was like i'm gonna wipe out the half the universe like if they're here to protect know. earth like mm-hmm. where were they like where were they when aliens rained down in avengers where were they when Ultron decided to, you know, pick up a whole city and drop it to destroy the Earth. I guess that's what Eternals could give us is answers like that. Maybe they were dealing with something far greater. Maybe they Because I'm thinking it's going to take place like before Captain America when like you're looking at the MCU order. I'm thinking it's going to take place like, well, yeah, like way, way, way before. That's what I'm saying. America, yeah. Like thousands of, you know, hundreds yeah. of thousands of years. I think it's, and then it's going to have like an extra credit scene where like it shows them like in the present so that they can have that jump. Yeah, it, it may bounce around. I'm not too sure. And it, we, you mentioned Kit Harrington. He's playing Black Knight, right. mm-hmm. which is, which I know him of like, uh, 
what would you call that like renaissance swordsman yeah yeah that kind of time period knights of the round table sort of stuff Mm -hmm. so i'm not quite sure how he's factoring into it yet either it might just be me being a little bit ignorant on that character because again these are these are pretty obscure characters i'm not even i'm like a huge mastermind on marvel i'm not but i don't i don't know a lot about them either but i do know that they are ancient beings uh black knight's not as ancient i believe but um he will tie in so and black knight i think has been an avenger before so um i'm interested to see how he ties in what his story is because we haven't seen uh his character show up in these little snippets really no we haven't and i'm kind of curious to how he's gonna look yeah so yeah a lot of mystery there but i think uh eternals will do a lot of world building so i'm interested to see how that comes into play and maybe if it alludes to uh bigger cosmic beings in the world you know like eternity or uh uh um, blanking and there's infinity there's uh, there's a ton of like very very vast cosmic beings like stronger than galactus and Mm -hmm. so it it goes it goes quite a ways back depending on how far they want to go so yeah interested to see what eternals brings also interested that it's now pushed back farther than shang chi yeah it's supposed to be before shang chi i wonder if it's maybe because there's presumably more cgi involved with eternals maybe i don't know they're touching that up it's a possibility because I would imagine it has a significant amount of CGI mm-hmm. just because of how old they are. They Marvel likes to CGI all their backgrounds, basically, you know, mm-hmm. they're going back to like, you know, that prehistoric, not prehistoric, but, you know, back that like 1600s, you know, 1900s kind of look. Yeah. And we'll uh, probably be getting into the celestials as well. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I forgot that, but we saw a little bit of glimpse of that in guardians of the galaxy one, where we saw, uh, I think it was S on the searcher with the power stone and he had that hammer and he basically wiped out a planet just by touching his, his hammer to the ground. Um, so that was a celestial and there are plenty more of them. So I'm sure we'll see some celestials. I think even in some of the concept art and graphics for the movie, they've shown the, the different celestials. So we should be getting more of that backstory as well. So yeah, quite a lot, maybe even, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if we'll get anything on the stones, but, no, I think uh, Infinity Stones. Yeah, yeah. Maybe at the beginning, but after, you know, and after this Eternals movie, I kind of see the Infinity Stones kind of disappearing for a while. Like, I don't see them coming back up for a while. Yeah, I, I think they're probably done. I think they've played their part for the last decade. I think people mm-hmm. are ready to move on from the Stones. 100%. But you um, know what? Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, if you're ready, I guess we can talk about oh, damn. Spider-Man. I was going to say, you know, transition. yeah, I was going to say, you know, you know, we're not ready to move on from Spider-Man, but that was my transition. I don't get it. I was just trying to transition to Spider-Man. Okay. All right. So Spider-Man comes out December 17th. Spider-Man No Way Home. Now, this is all the information that I've pulled from different Redditor. Well, from one Redditor. And he's also, he released something. I want to say it was like very fact. He released the fact that Captain that uh, um, Sam was going to unveil like the Captain America suit or something like that, and was he talked specific about it because I think we all guessed he that he said, would. He said that he said something along the lines like Zemo's going to get broken out of prison, 
and Sharon was the power broker, like before the series started. Oh, okay. So he was able to, Sharon is the power broker is a big call. Yeah. Well, also Zemo being broken out of prison because we didn't know, you know, we knew he was going to be in it, but he could have been like an ally from the, inside the prison. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. That was, not, I, I, I'm not more, as big. it's more impressive that he got the power broker, power broker. not necessarily okay. Zemo was in jail. We knew that. All right. So this is what he, this, he said. It opens in court with Matt Murdock as Peter's lawyer. Oh, so that's shit. that's it. That's going to be you know the cameo in the way to bring Charlie Cox back to the MCU, right? From Netflix. Wow, they as he's calling that. That's a big one. If that's, that's legit, he said the other two Spider-Mans, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, show up in Act Two. Um, hmm. The final act takes place on the Statue of Liberty, which was made to look like Captain America. That's cool. And then the last thing was uh, William Defoe being the only surviving villain. Because Doc Ock and Electro are supposed to make come back in this movie, right? With their uh, with their actors from those movies as well, Jamie Foxx Spot- Electro and Alfred Molina is Doc Ock, which is original. legit official. Like, yeah, <clears throat> Alfred Molina did in an interview just kind of come right out and be <laughs> like, uh, "Yeah, it's leaked anyway." So yeah, I'm Doctor yeah. Octopus, and he and he even said that it takes place exactly where Spider-Man Two leaves off. Like his cool. his his spot takes place, even though he was presumably, well, we kind of assumed that he was dead at the end of that. But I guess you you just kind of see him fall into water with but like there's the like sun a, on there's, top of him. And there's also an extra credit scene that kind of like like because his like uh claws his oh his uh, tentacles they or... like blink out and there's an extra credit scene where it comes back on. Oh, okay. I didn't. I don't remember that. So, mm-hmm. either way, they'll they can yeah. bring him yeah. back. Pretty. They easy. always bring him back. Yeah. Because so, I think Alfred Molina said the same thing, and in, in that interview, he was saying like, "Well, aren't wasn't I dead in that movie?" And they're like, "It's comic books. Anybody can be brought yeah. back. So don't worry about it." But that's the uh, that's the juice I got from that. That's pretty impressive. And William Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin coming back. Well, he was dead too, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, he, he was dead. He was he, legit he was dead. for sure dead. Yeah, yeah. There because... was no mystery behind that. <laughs> but I guess there was also in those movies. Harry was seeing visions of of his father, Norman. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I guess maybe there was some way to bring that back. I guess it doesn't really matter because we were not getting and we're not going to get a multiverse thing. We could just say it was a universe where he survived. You can, you can write a way in. Yeah. But who cares? We want them back. Exactly. It's interesting that they're keeping him alive. If that is in fact, well, maybe, maybe he stays as uh, Osmond Oz, uh, Oz, 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 Oh my God. Norman Norman Osborn. Yes. Maybe he, maybe that's going to be the Norman Osborn because he was a good Norman Osborn. Yeah, well, I had seen this report before, and I kind of seen that speculation going. And then I think there were other reports that were saying that Willem Dafoe won't be the ongoing uh, Norman Osborn, and that mm-hmm. instead, or the idea is that Marvel have a pretty good idea of what they want. They want to bring Norman Osborn in. They want to, you know, develop him, and they have more plans for him but they want a specific actor in fact i think i think this was kind of like another rumor thing not really sure if this is legit but what the assumption is and i think it would be cool if it played out is that yeah peter sees willem defoe's norman osborne being this awful evil green goblin and then when you know tom holland spider-man goes back to his own reality and he kind of seeks out norman to maybe preemptively stop mm-hmm. it see what's going on and then he finds that 
his world's Norman Osborn is actually this really great guy. You know, it's he's That's not goblining out. So he's so it's kind of like this weird contrast, and Peter's not really sure what to do about that. And I think maybe the idea is over time that Norman Osborn Slowly starts turns. to develop and mm-hmm. yeah, becomes worse and worse, which would be really cool to see play out if they if they went that route. Absolutely. Also, this isn't um he didn't leak this or she, I don't know if it's he mm-hmm. or she. Um, but the trailer for Spider-Man is supposed to drop like June or July. I did see that on uh, something. I guess that would make sense. How far are we from Shang-Chi right now? We are, Shang-Chi comes out in September. So we're about four months away. Yeah. So, I okay. I guess that could make sense. That would be mm-hmm. around the time. I, I don't know how consistent Marvel is with dropping trailers at a yeah, certain point before. i'm not either but, but um it's probably more up to sony i think they they make those those mm-hmm. sort of decisions uh but going back to like i want to touch on a couple of the points okay bring in charlie cox i think charlie cox we've only had two daredevils one being matt damon i mean ben affleck mm-hmm. and one being charlie cox charlie cox like you know how we say like uh, uh robert Downey jr was born to play iron man mm-hmm. i feel like charlie cox was born to play daredevil like he was a phenomenal daredevil in the limited three season series that we got yeah so, have, he was, yeah. so even if he's just matt murdoch and not daredevil i'd be 100 percent happy because that means they like him as that character and they're bringing him back some form if it's a movie if it's a hulu series because i don't know i don't think I think they'd want to kind of keep that same level of like, like uh, nastiness kind of like where it's bloody and gory and like really oh, more gritty. Yeah. Yeah. Gritty. That's the word I'm looking for. So I think, and Disney owning 60% of Hulu, I can see them putting that on Hulu. Um, what do you yeah. think? I, I can see that too. Yeah. I'm not sure what I'm nervous. I would, I would hate it if it was just Matt Murdock showing up as like this alternate universe, like, Oh, haha, like the Netflix universe. And then later we're going to recast and do our own daredevil thing. Kind of how we're talking about with this Norman Osborn situation. Mm -hmm. I would really hope that they're doing more like a JK Simmons as uh, J Jonah Jameson and bring back a beloved actor who really embodied a character and have them take that character from here on out. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it necessarily has to tie into the Netflix shows. Those are so good for Daredevil that it's um, it would kind of suck to see that lore go away. But they're I don't know. It's kind of like is and isn't tied into the MCU at this point. The Netflix shows have been determined to really like any of the Marvel shows don't besides Disney Plus don't really apply. But yeah, to the MCU. So, but I don't know if they if they're I'm happy they're bringing back Charlie Cox. If they, but going that route, I want to see that be more of a, a permanent decision, not just a wink, wink, uh-huh. nod yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, here's Matt Murdock. If, and now we're going to bring in somebody new. If he is in the movie, I don't see him being in the movie longer than like 15, 20 minutes. Like I see him having like five minutes of screen time because I I don't see them keeping Peter in like court and jail and whatever the case in too long if that yeah. makes sense just because i feel like you don't want that hanging over him yeah like, if anything if if this is in fact more of a you know kind of permanent setup for charlie charlie cox then i would hope that yeah then i would expect this to be more of a 
a slow cameo experience, kind of an exciting moment that'll then lead into something maybe into phase five regarding Daredevil. Because I, I think I remember when he's like, uh, when he finished filming, I think he was only like on the set for like six weeks. Oh, so okay. I don't think, and, and, you know, we, they don't film things like, you know, in consecutive sometimes, sometimes they might film the first, like in uh, the first Spider-Man uh, homecoming. Mm-hmm. The first scene they actually filmed was the scene where Peter's in the car with uh, oh, with Michael Keaton. With Michael Keaton, yeah. In Captain America: Winter Soldier, the elevator scene was the first scene they filmed. Oh, cool. Okay. And so there's, um, they don't always film movies in chronological order of what we see, which is kind of cool. So hopefully, you know, even if Matt Murdock's in like the middle of the movie, I hope, like, I just hope he stands out. I hope he makes a good imprint because I do want. Uh, Charlie Cox back as Matt Murdock. Yeah, I would like that too. Were you saying Charlie Cox was on set for six weeks? What is his name? Not Charlie Cox. No, it is. Matt, that, yeah, yeah, he was on set for, for, for Spider Man or for yeah, Netflix for Spider Man. He was on set for six weeks. That's official for sure. Um, I think I I don't know if it was official. I think it was like a Twitter thing that he like couldn't confirm or deny. Oh, okay, that's interesting because. Yeah, if he is in, in fact in there. Six weeks is a while to film, too. Because if those are just a couple court scenes, you could probably knock that out. Yeah. A week or two, I would think. Um, the second thing I wanted to talk about is I'm seeing a lot of things uh, about Tobey Maguire dying. Like, mm. giving his life, you know, to, like, you know, for the other two Spider-Mans, basically. Hmm. How would you feel about Tommy Maguire like essentially dying? Oh no, I guess that would be kind of sad. <laughs> I don't really want to see Tobey Maguire's cry face again. Oh my god, I hate that face. But also, out of the two, I'd prefer Andrew Garfield's be the one to die. I would prefer Toby's live on. Absolutely, but... I I would want Toby. I would want Toby to. Excuse me, I'd want Toby to die. But I hate the fact that he does that, like little, like, ugh, like you know Scrunchy when, like, face. Yes, God, I hate that. Yeah, he doesn't have a good cry face for sure. But um, I guess he would be the older of the Spider Men, so maybe it would make more sense to let the younger generations of Spider Man live on. If maybe well, that's the idea. I don't even see Andrew Garfield coming back. If, regardless, like I think this is gonna be like a one up. Like, oh yeah, for it. sure. I agree, but I'm just thinking lore wise or you know why would he give up his life for the other two or why would you want to write it that way then Mm -hmm. then that would make sense or maybe you would want to leave the door open for andrew garfield i guess but i don't i don't think you would so yeah i don't know and goblin living but dr octopus dying yeah it sounds very yeah i don't know i i like it i like what i'm hearing it's just kind of surprising usually everybody lives at the end yeah when it's almost like Everyone died, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm not seeing anything now about Daredevil being on for six weeks, but I could have sworn, like, I wouldn't just whip six feet, weeks out my ass. Yeah, like, no, that's such a specific... tough to recall, like, because I've, I've tried to look up Twitter things and comments before, and Google kind of has an issue. And, and six weeks is up. just, I feel like six weeks is just such a, like, an accurate, like, amount to, like, whip out my ass. Yeah. Um... I uh I don't have anything else for Spider-Man, did you? Um 
No, not too much. If if uh, if we're doing a courtroom scene, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jennifer Walters, She-Hulk, maybe show I don't, up too. I heard that she was, but then when Charlie Cox got confirmed, I kind of figured that wouldn't be because she's getting her own Netflix, not Netflix, Disney Plus series. Yeah. So I don't think she's going to be in both. Yeah, I... I always wonder too, as far as because those would be two defense lawyers. Because typically, She-Hulk is defending superheroes, and Matt Murdock's a, a defense attorney. But he's usually so, def- just defending innocent people. It doesn't always have to be superheroes. Well, I mean, but they're both on defense. Like I wouldn't expect yeah. to see Matt all of a sudden turning to prosecution. I, I, I he might have done that a couple times in the comics, but uh, just seems to you usually know him as a defense lawyer. Mm-hmm. So I would expect both him and she-Hulk. I'm just kind of guessing, but I could see two lawyers maybe showing up. Could be cool if they teamed up for this high-profile case. I don't know. Do but you we want, are getting a She-Hulk show eventually. Do you want Foggy and Karen to be there with uh No. Matt? I want Foggy to be there. I did not like Karen in the show. And I, I know can... there are so many Karen fans, and I would get a lot of hate for saying that. But it's just the way it is. That was one question I was going to ask you is, if Charlie Cox comes back, that opens the door to our more Netflix characters coming back. And there are a lot that I would love to see return. Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. Yes. John Bernthal's Punisher. Yes. Um, Jessica Jones, Kristen Ritter. Yes. But there are some that I'm a little bit more like, oh, maybe a recast wouldn't be so bad. Luke Cage. Iron Fist and- is my favorite character like in the <laughs> comics. But m- maybe we should recast that one. Recast, recast him right now. Who do you want? Ooh, Putting you on the I spot. I couldn't even tell you like we're off the spot. I, I'm not. I'm not good at at actor stuff. I have no recall <laughs> on that. But I, I think he you definitely could find... needs, he definitely needs to be recasted right away. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad for him because I he, don't. It wasn't really his fault, but I, I don't feel like he really embodied. I think even Luke Cage. I would like to see Luke uh, Mike Coulter return as Luke Cage. No, I want to recast him too. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it opens those. I know there are a lot of people that really like Karen in the show. I didn't, but... I didn't either. I'm, I'm, I ho- I'm hoping she doesn't come back. I could probably so, be okay with a Foggy recast I liked also. Foggy. I liked Foggy a lot. So, it's really just Kingpin and Daredevil that I would be like. And those, John Those have to stay. Yeah, I mean, in, in that universe. I guess Punisher was in there, too. So, yeah, yeah he, John he Bernthal. Had- John Berthal has to stay for sure because mm. he he's just like he was born to play Frank Castle. Like you can see the misery in his eyes when he's playing. Not the misery, but like the the pain the of like losing and... losing his family. Yeah. Yeah, he got himself into that mental that mindset for sure. So yeah, I would like to see some of them return. I know that gets kind of rough. Like what if they want to bring back three of the defenders, but they want to recast Iron Fist? Like that's such a slap in the face to that actor you know it's so but i mean who's also from game of thrones yeah he he was in game of thrones for a little bit do you remember what he did in game of thrones he was like a um this is the only game of thrones thing i know he was like a he was like a prince but he was also gay i believe i just know he gave a dude blowjob that's all i know yeah he did have that scene <laughs> i can't I mean... have i can't have that being iron fist I remember when that news broke and that, that was the thing going around was it was like, oh, he's a guy from Game of Thrones is going to be Iron Fist. And they send you the clip and be like, oh, yeah, well, 
not what I <laughs> pictured. But hey, he was he was good in the show. I watched it. I liked his character. He was a good actor there. I mean, so I just didn't like the the way Iron Fist went. But I, I guess that's that's quite the digress. So yeah, um, we still have a few more movies to get through. So so let's uh, move on. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on to next year, we have Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, March 25, 2022. And Kevin Feige has confirmed that this will be Marvel's first horror movie. Like every, Mar- every Marvel comic book movie fits into its own little genre. Warner Soldier's Espionage, um, Spider-Man Homecoming is a coming of age high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ant-Man is a comedy heist. So each movie has its own little genre. But I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to make this a horror movie. Like, what's it going to, how's it going to look like? Honestly, after Spider-Man, I think I'm most excited for this movie. I would say so, too. As far as the horror elements, I'm not going to get too excited on the horror thing just because the original director, the director left. The one, Scott Derrickson was the one who directed Doctor Strange 1. And he is a horror director. Um, if you've ever seen Sinister, that was that was him. That was a really good horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorites. And I think the understanding, I, I think they kind of made him kind of, you know, pull the reins back a little bit on his horror elements. And I think the idea was he had ideas for maybe what he wanted to do, um, maybe in a sequel. And I don't know, it just, and then he ends up leaving over creative differences. It just makes me wonder if, maybe he wasn't able to explore those horror elements the way that he wanted to well because it still has to be pg-13 it can't just jump to r well yeah i know that but i i don't know i just i get excited thinking like ooh, a horror movie dr strange that could be really trippy and scott derrickson you know and all these things and then maybe now that he's leaving it makes me a little uh i don't know i just don't want to get all hyped and sold on the the horror aspect in fact i would Maybe even I wouldn't even be surprised if it's never really pitched that way much. But um, I, I will say that I do have more excitement over who replaced Derrickson was uh, Sam, Sam Raimi. Rainey. We were talking yeah. a lot about Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Sam Raimi was the one who directed those. And then Sam Raimi also has a background in a lot of horror movies. Uh, you might even remember in Spider-Man 2 how kind of creepy Dr. Octopus uh, was when his tentacles emerged, like when he was in the hospital. I remember... Remember that scene when like mm-hmm. his tentacles are going crazy and like murdering everybody in the hospital? And he's like face down. Yeah, it was really well shot. So I know Sam Raimi can pull off some really good horror cinematics. I think he's the guy. He's the guy for the job. So I'm I'm expecting that he'll 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 meet those those metrics. So he'll probably have some little horror flair in there, but I, I don't know that it'll be like scary. I also think um, Wanda is going to be in it. Wanda Maximoff, Elizabeth Olsen. Scarlet like, Witch. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's gonna. It's gonna take place like right after uh, the WandaVision. Also, did you see Kevin Feige today? It was either today or yesterday. He said that Doctor Strange originally was going to be at the very end of WandaVision. Yeah, I I was waiting for him. I was like, he's surely going to be in this. Like we know that WandaVision leads into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness. So I was surprised that he wasn't in there. I don't remember if they gave a reason in that article for why he wasn't. He said it like I saw it, but like it wasn't something like I wanted to bring up. Yeah. It was like kind of like 
a tone deaf kind of answer, like something about like he didn't want to add like another white man or something like that. Oh, really? Like that? it was something along the lines of, like that. Um, I'll look up, look it up real quick. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I am super excited because Doctor Strange, the first one is by far, uh, it's in my top five of movie, of Marvel movies. Oh, really? Okay. And it's number four. So uh, I just thought it'd be, I can't wait for the sequel. Um, so Kevin Feige said, some people might say, oh, it might've been so cool to see Doctor Strange, but it would have taken away from Wanda. We didn't want the end of the show to commoditize to go the mo- uh, the next movie. Here the here's the white guy. Let me show you how the power works. So he didn't want Doctor Strange basically to come in and be like, "Hey Wanda, let me show you how to use your power." Oh, I guess they were nervous that Twitter would blow up that a man is showing a, a woman, woman how to yes, use her in t- power in 2021. Yeah, I guess this is an issue we face all the time nowadays. You got to consider these things as unnecessary as they may be. Um, I don't know. I I like that she was in the the dark hold learning all of those things. Yeah. Strange doesn't even know the dark hold. So, I don't know why she would even try to teach She's her. um probably because he's been like he's been doing sorcery for, you know, like what 5 7 years now. Yeah. Um and then she uh she just now learned she's a witch so maybe maybe that's like you know hey you know you're a witch i'm a wizard let me show you some stuff dr strange came out in 2016 so um maybe you know what five years he's been he's been a wizard for five years Mm -hmm. so maybe that's the reason he's just had more practice like uh mastering his craft while she's she knew she had powers, but she didn't know to the extent of how powerful she was. Yeah, I guess it it, it makes sense in in that regard. I don't know. I I wouldn't have a problem with it. Nobody had a problem with it when Strange was taught how to do magic by a woman before. Mm-hmm. You know, from the ancient one, Strange is the most practiced wizard on Earth now. So, yeah, I wouldn't really, but. I'm not mad at Feige. I'm I'm more mad at like the world we live in. The this is this is things you we have to consider that you know people might take offense. So I have a question. Do you think Wanda's going to be the villain? Like, what if she comes out to be more powerful? Like, what if she spends like the next two years in this little hole in that little uh, what'd you call it? Like a shack? No, not the shack. Not the cabin. Like she's in like thing mastering her spells. Oh, the dark hold. The, the dark hold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if she spends the next two years straight doing that and she comes out stronger than Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Do you think she's the villain? Uh, she very well could be. They they like to use the word antagonist, and I'm going to use that too because she might be – because she she's a hero in our book, but she might be using her powers in a way that like, – like in WandaVision, kind of using yeah. it without really understanding what she's really doing. Mm-hmm. And the Darkhold is dark magic. So if she's delving deep into that, then yeah, she could totally start to change things and be an issue. I remember in the comics, uh, Strange is the one that pretty much comes down to the Avengers, like during like the House of M stuff. And is like, yeah, Wanda's messing with some magic she doesn't understand. And he sees her as an antagonist. And he's trying to convince the Avengers that no, she's not your Avenger friend anymore. Like she's dealing with, she's, yeah handling power she does not fully understand because strange has had to take all this time to learn 
like the, the magic and mm-hmm. go through the spells and he's really taking the time to educate himself to gain that power wanda just has it she just has all this power yeah so we see that in wandavision where she's just corrupting a town for her own good and not really aware of it even to a sense so now if she's dealing with black magic then yeah then i could totally see her maybe deal like she could have a very big impact on the um, universe going yeah. forward and you remember in house of m this has always been like a big theory i like it a lot is in that uh, comic series she says no more mutants and you know eliminates the all the gene yeah and then but it would make sense to me it could be a good way to reverse that take the no out of that and just make it more mutants and or mutants and then mm-hmm. suddenly we have the x-men in there it could be kind of a but how would she way to bring them in i'm like how would you how would you even go about doing that because like she's a mutant in the comics mm-hmm. um so she says no more mutants that makes 100 percent. but yeah. as of right now in mcu we don't have mutants so mm-hmm. she can't just randomly be like yes mutants well like, yeah i think you could write it in a way to have that make sense that maybe that she comes up i mean mutations is a is a word you know people mutated yeah no uh, yeah yeah power they can use that word now because before they couldn't use the word mutant they had to use enhanced so do you think maybe she says make more enhanced people and then we just slowly start calling them going from enhanced to mutants something yeah i i could see some way to to weave it in a in a script and move it to that to where wanda for whatever reason maybe wants more superpower people are i i don't don't know but yeah if you're trying to find a way to bring in mutants i think that's a pretty easy easy. way to do it when you have somebody who can shape uh, the world around them yeah exactly yeah i'm i'm i just i'm just kind of curious to like you know how do they going to go about doing it and sometimes the easiest route isn't always the right route so even though she can you know create them just like what you're saying Mm -hmm. i don't know if necessarily that's the right thing marvel should do yeah, I don't, I don't know how don't, else they would bring them in. I though. don't like the idea of them being there all along and just hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Or like, I've heard that. I've heard like, and then the X-Men are like a Black Ops, Black Ops team, like doing missions like under the, you know, under everybody's nose that nobody knows about. I don't like that idea either. So yeah, there's a, cause you there's, have to, even just Wolverine is tough to explain. Cause he would have had to have been back in all these wars, even maybe yeah. fighting alongside Captain, Captain America. America. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like how many times has he gone against Bucky and, mm-hmm. uh, they just, you know, we just never saw it, which that would be a cool flashback to see Wolverine and Bucky going toe to toe and Wolverine ripping his arm up. Bucky, mm-hmm. had, <laughs> that'd be super funny. Cause Bucky would then get his arm ripped off by Isaiah and then blown off by Iron Man, and then cut off by Wolverine. Like, Bucky would have taken some massive damage. That would be crazy. But yeah, I I, I like that idea the, the best. I don't know how else you would bring mutants in in a way that would make sense to them having been there the whole time. Yeah, I mean... And, if, and there's a rumor that the movie might just be called Mutants, whatever that is that... I mean, a rumor, again, I don't know that this is... Um, legit but what if this is called the multiverse of madness what if you know we the they go into another universe and there are mutants oh that would be a good way to do it and then they bring those some of those mutants to us yeah then she would know hey yeah i I like these or something mm -hmm. i I don't know what what her motivation (laughs) would be but at least she would be cognitive of the mutants Yeah. yeah and maybe 
considers. Maybe she thinks we need more superheroes now that we don't have Iron Man, we don't have Captain America. Maybe we we don't have Black Widow either. Yeah. Well, she's but you know, like super powered. Yeah. Thor's off in space. Who knows what the hell he is? We haven't seen Captain Marvel. You know, right now they have like Spider Man. Uh, they have Falcon, who's Captain America, but he's not super powered. Captain, uh, we have uh, Captain Marvel. We she's have somewhere. We, in we don't know what's too. going on with Captain yeah. Marvel. People don't seem to even like her now. Yeah. So, so yeah, that I mean that is interesting. I just thought about that though. I like uh-huh. that idea though. I, I like that. Um, you have anything else? Are you ready to move on? Uh, yeah, we can we can move on from from Strange. So the next movie is Thor: Love and Thunder, which comes out May 6, twenty twenty two. And we're finally getting a Christian Bale in the MCU. Christian Bale, one of the best actors, in my opinion, that we have in Hollywood right now. He's yeah, somebody who sure. gets so you know committed to his part. Do you know who he is exactly? Actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know he's a. I don't know that it's a, official, but I, I think he's uh, probably Gore the the God Butcher. That's that's the name I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we also have you seen the pictures that have been released? Yeah, he's really thin. He's going like machinist for this. Yes. Role. Mm-hmm. Not as not as quite as not, not that thin, yeah. Yeah, but but he's, he's super not Batman. thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not Batman anymore. He's not machinist, and he's definitely not American Hustle big or Dick Cheney big. Mm-hmm. Have you not seen those movies? No. Uh, you kind of cut out for me. Oh, I said but, he's um, not American Hustle big or Dick Cheney big. He's super small. Oh yeah. Like he's yeah, he's thin. he's very, very thin, is what he's oh. looking like right now. And bald. And, and bald, yeah, let's say in his shaved head. Mm-hmm. Um so he he's on set filming, you know, we we see Star-Lord Peter Quill, um I'm blanking on his real name. Um he he's on set, you know, back in his regular costume. We see Thor is no longer bro Thor. He is back and he's fucking huge ripped again. Um from some of the sets. So something that I do know is they're giving the mantle of Thor from Chris Hemsworth to Jane Foster. Right. Um, in the com- Natalie Portman, she's ripped. No, I see haven't her? seen her. She is buff as shit now. So I do know that uh, she is in the comics. Jane Foster becomes Thor because she has cancer. Yeah. And each time she like relinquishes the hammer, she like you know slowly dies a little more in the comics. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you think she's going to have cancer in the in the show? Yeah, I could see that being. I, or I, I could see that being the route that they would go i think it'd be interesting it'd give natalie portman more to play with i will say that damn she I'm, is big i'm not a fan of natalie portman i kind of wish she wasn't coming back just because of the fit she was throwing for thor one and two well those are also shitty movies they were shitty movies but also she was in them and signed a contract to be in them you know movies that so many other actresses would want to to be in in the cinematic universe but then suddenly thor 3 is good and now she wants to come back i don't know it just seems they had to threaten her like with legal like with her contract like legally to have her come back for thor 2 i don't know she's also she did a similar thing in star wars so i was like just don't bring her back i don't know but well they want to do this and they're, they're bringing her in. She's becoming Thor now, which which she is in the comics. So I think there was a dispute. Like there was a dispute, and I think it was resolved. I think uh, I don't know. I know Tiki Wakiti is Taika. Taika is the director once again. So I think it was like something she was just unhappy with. Um, but if you go back and look at like 
um, the people who have played Thor in the Thor movies that don't like the Thor movies, Idris Elba, mm-hmm. um, the guy who played uh, the villain in the second Thor movie, the Dark Elf or whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He, he didn't like the movie. So the th- those two Thor movies just have like a really bad like taste in people's mouths. I, so, I agree. If I try to put myself in her perspective, um, I can kind of see, you know, she is she is a good actress and she her role was relinquished to going goo goo over Thor's body, essentially. You know, that mm-hmm. was her role was just being in love with Thor. So there wasn't much. So I do like the idea, okay, maybe she has cancer. She's dealing with that. Now she's, you know, going to be Thor. So she's taking on a a completely different role. There's going to be a lot more depth to her character. So as, you know, kind of frustrated as I was to see her back, I do hope that she, I don't know, I kind of want to see some redemption there. She comes back. She comes back strong. I like how buff she is now. It tells me she's really going after, you know, she's committing to that role for sure so well she's um, always been an actress to commit like even when she did that black swan movie she like all the ballerina scenes are actually her yeah and so she's always been an actress who commits and like one of my favorite female actresses who's because her talent level is just astonishing she's a really great actress Mm -hmm. and marvel thank god they can bring another talent back because they lost Edward Norton from Creative Differences earlier, who's another talented actor. I think he and, did that to himself. Yeah, no, he 100% did that to himself. Yeah. Um, the guy who originally played Red Skull is not coming back for for like issues. Yeah. Um, um, he's the guy who Matrix from, that played uh, Mr. Anderson. Yeah, I didn't feel like uh, that was a big loss. I like um, the new guy. Yeah, the new guy's from Walking Dead, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Marvel's lost a... Idris Alba didn't like the i think it was the obligation of having so many movies but he's also been seen on set so which is kind of funny and i don't know how they're going to bring him back yeah i saw that today that he's been seen on set um so maybe he's just like another flashback or maybe he's like uh like thor you know when thor went into the 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 pond or like the little fountain yeah yeah so maybe he kind of talks to him like he's a guide in like his spirits or something like that so because yeah, Idris Alba was like his best friend, but um, I feel like I'm ranting on. I apologize to all of our audience, but you're good. Uh, but I am excited, and um, I kind of want to see like, is she going to like imagine like what we're going to see with two Thors? Because Chris Hemsworth's not leaving anytime soon. If Natalie Portman like keeps this up and stays with the MCU this time around, mm-hmm. like imagine fighting a, a, a king or a galactus with two thors on our arsenal yeah for sure yeah and yeah who knows what yeah i don't know how it'll work thor is gonna be off with the guardians because we saw him last with them at an end game getting on board the milano so thor i guess could be out in space doing whatever and we could have jane foster protecting midgard so because i guess she would have mjolnir and mm-hmm. he would have Stormbreaker. We also, all the Guardians have been confirmed, except for... Uh, Drax? No, Drax is confirmed. Oh, he is? Uh, uh, Gamora. She oh, okay. is not the one that's been confirmed, but everybody else has been confirmed. Okay, interesting. So I guess, well, they're searching for Gamora, so I'm guessing maybe that's being saved for Guardians, Guardians 3. Guardians 3. Which, too, another thing, uh, I think Guardians 3 was supposed to come out before Thor, 
so there's been quite a few changes i'm sure but there guardians 3 also had their director fired hired by another company he made yeah. a movie there and then i think he's going to make a series and then come back oh that's marvel and twitter's fault for sure that we don't have a guardians oh, right 100%. now and so. then well i wouldn't even blame it twitter's fault because he was a different person then like i'm sure if we could look at some of your old facebook posts and for sure some of my old tweets yeah, like, yeah. there would definitely be some stuff where it's like ugh, like this guy here yeah, but just stop dredging it up, Twitter, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, that that's like, a whole other like, topic, but yeah. Marvel should not have caved to it 100%. when they know in a week nobody would give a shit anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, they they clearly they well they yeah, they botched it. And I'm sure that script now is going to be like like thrown out and reworked because we're having so many other things like the Guardians is supposed to come out before the new Thor movie. Yeah, so, yeah. everything that's going to happen in the Thor movie has to be like taken into account. Mm -hmm. when they're doing guardians yeah so i'm sure you had to there was quite a few adjustments going on between there and that script was already done yeah yeah i'm sure both were so yeah it'll be interesting to see how that plays out now because things we would have expected may not be the case as far as how they're gonna now maneuver both of these movies but they have thor coming out first so i'm sure they they figured it out It, it may have the guardians may have only had a small bit in that you know for yeah all we know they could be dropping thor off on earth and, mm-hmm. and on midgard yeah. who knows so yeah thor will be interesting uh gore the god butcher will be interesting there was another very interesting uh casting leak as well that kind of ties into it so a big name actor and a pretty important character i don't know if you saw this one uh russell crowe yeah he's playing uh zeus yes yeah, Zeus, the Olympian, the Olympic god. So, which is interesting because now we're introducing Olympians into the Marvel universe. So it's not well, we already just had Norse Hela. gods. No, Hela's Norse, I think. I think Hela's an Olympian as well. Well, she's Thor's sister. Yeah, but I think she is an Olympian. Okay, well, I'll, I'll keep going while you look that up. But um, yeah. but yeah, so Zeus, a big name character, or you know, just person in general in mythology russell crowe big name actor yeah and he was the one that leaked it i can't remember what exactly <laughs> but i guess russell crowe so high caliber marvel that probably doesn't can't do anything about it but he was the one that said yeah i'm in marvel or i'm in thor and i'm playing zeus oh, you're right she's north mythology okay but this could open the door to other characters like hercules hercules would be a big one that i would like to see show up as you know a potential avenger and and into the rest also um i'd mentioned christian bale's character gore the god butcher we probably need a lot of gods in the movie so that he can go kill them so maybe russell crowe uh won't survive for too long in this movie because gore oh go ahead no no go ahead go ahead, go ahead. well i'm gonna get deep into like no gore's go i was just gonna mention a couple of other people that have been hired like matt damon's brought back to to play. Probably cameo though, isn't he? Yeah, Chris, uh, like Chris, the actor. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth's brother Luke Hemsworth, I guess his name is. Yeah, Luke Hemsworth. Um, and then Melissa McCarthy to play Hela. Is it Luke or is it the other brother? I'm not sure. I don't know. I know it's another Hemsworth I'm brother. Blanking on the. But and then as well as Melissa McCarthy to play Hela. <laughs> That'll be good. <laughs> but um, but go ahead. So go ahead into your uh, what you're gonna say. 
Yeah, so as far as Gore the God Butcher, because probably most people haven't heard of him, but he's mm-hmm. he's a pretty interesting character. So he's more of like a, I don't know, he's like a, he lives on another planet and it's a planet that's basically going through a drought and his, his people, Gore's people, are all in suffering, trying not to starve, trying to get water. And they pray to the gods to save them, basically. So Gore is all the time like, okay, we need to do something. And all his people and like his wife, and they're all like, let's pray for it. The gods will take care of us. If we just take a moment to pray, eventually they'll, they'll help us. Well, over time, the gods aren't helping. They're not listening. So Gore is becoming more and more pissed off at the gods until eventually his people, I think, I think they like disown him because he wants to go do something. He goes off on his own thing, but basically his people die. And the, the backstory essentially is Gore is like going through, I think it's like the desert. I can't remember exactly the locale, but he comes across two gods fighting. And one of them is, uh, you know, dying. And he asks Gore for help in some way. And Gore is like really pissed off because he's like, you're asking me for help when we have been praying to you for so long now. He's just pissed off. He hates them, but he finds this sword in this battle that's like, um, oh, what's it called? It, it, it gives him power, Powers. essentially. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember the name of the damn sword, of course. Cause I, but um, so yeah, Gore takes it upon himself basically to eliminate the gods because they've been so useless and he hates them. So that's pretty much the arc for him. He'll be pretty interesting. So of course he'll, you know, go toe to toe with Thor at some mm-hmm. point as well. Oh, uh, the sword and name's God Killer. I thought it was something else. Oh no, damn it! That's DC database. Go ahead. So oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Continue what you're saying. Oh, I thought you were reading. Okay. Yeah. So Gore will be quite the imposing force. I'm excited to see Christian Bale handle that because I think that gives him a lot of depth and emotion to play with as Mm -hmm. he's you know kind of experiencing this watching his people die and you know not you know and being so reliant on the gods um god bomb no that's something else damn it all right we'll just keep it's like a a necro sword or something like that i can't it's not that but yeah god bomb is something else but no gore is a pretty imposing characters and it sounds like if we're introducing more gods that he's going to be killing quite a, a few gods. gods yeah yeah on olympus and yeah i don't know that zeus will make it out i would expect hercules if they're introducing hercules that he would make it through because i think he's he'd be more prominent in the universe as an oh, avenger currently on fan according to marvel.fandom.com he doesn't have any weapons Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you want to talk about Thor for a second while I Google it? Yeah. <laughs> my brain fart is... It's killing us. Yeah. Um, But no, Um, and like by looking at the... Uh, for, I'm sorry for our audio audience, but but for definitely for the visual audience, you're going to see a picture of them. You can clearly see it's going to be something like very CGI. And hopefully they do a really good job where it's very similar to like... I don't know if you remember Pirates of the Caribbean when they did that one guy's like squid face but oh yeah hopefully it's something like up to that because even like that movie was made like in like i want to say like 2008 that movie still looks really really good and we're in 2021 so it's been a while and that movie still looks the bomb.com 
Um, Maybe it's not a sword. It, it, the all black. That's what I'm looking for. The all black. I think he can turn it into a weapon, almost kind of like gotcha. a symbiote style. There's always this image that I see of him fighting Thor, and he's got this this sword. Maybe I'll send it to you so you can put it on yeah. YouTube visually. But yeah, the all black. That's where he's getting his power from. Sorry, it's bothering the hell out of me. Okay, continue. Um, no, I was just kind of ranting on about how his looks. Um, so his looks should be really cool because he's like he has long like tentacles like coming out of his like head and like they're super long and he looks he looks very very cool mm. um so hopefully he looks like kind of like a squid a squid man no nose That's probably like, a good way to describe it yeah our, he's like a pale pale he's like Voldemort with but with like a squid <laughs> tentacles coming out of his head yeah that's actually a good way to describe it <laughs> yeah that's pretty good <laughs> um so for our audio audience i'm still, i'm sorry but for visual you'll definitely get a picture of them yeah. or a couple pictures of them out there up there um but that's all i got for thor love and thunder yeah we might we can move on to the next one next one is black panther wakanda forever movie comes out july 8th 2022 um i heard that they've had to rewrite the script already yeah uh, because of you know, Chadwick Boseman is passing RIP. And, uh, but this one, instead of focusing on like a certain person, they're going to focus on Wakanda in general, I heard. Hmm. So it's going to have like everything about what makes Wakanda so special. Um, other than that, I don't know anything else about this movie. If I'm being honest. I don't think anyone does. I think this is still very vague. I don't know if, I know a while back after Chadwick's passing, Marvel was even like, yeah, I don't, we don't really know yet, you know, after a while. So I'm, it sounds like they do have a script together. It sounds like mm-hmm. cast members have seen the script and have said that it is, um, I can't remember their, their wording, but it's a, a good tribute, tribute to, to, yeah, yeah, to Chadwick. Chadwick. So I imagine, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, we'd have to speculate on how exactly they're going to handle it. Um, I think they've said that they're not going to CGI Chadwick in. Correct. At all. So I don't know if that means we won't get, it, like a visual of him in the uh you know when he goes to the man i'm i'm blanking on so many words. oh that the, the the forest kind of thing with the other kings yeah where he can see all the dead yeah like prior black panthers mm-hmm. i know so, what you're talking about because it'd be cool to see him in there i guess maybe they could superimpose his face on there but i don't know he doesn't have to speak but uh, i don't know i think you just keep it his his face away his maybe you know t'challa that whole character away yeah i did also hear that like marvel's been discussing um maybe recasting him down the line like a couple years because they've like established black panther such like an important character in the mcu already Mm. and uh to not have uh t'challa is going to kind of like probably hit hurt their plans like long term because that is a rough one yeah i think kevin feige also said like they had this shit mapped out to like 2035 or some shit like he has like crazy mapping i believe him yeah so i think you have to so to have like you know a main player in your games like be like you know unfortunately die so mm-hmm. soon i think it's just really like you know it's tough so you and yeah. you want to be respectful to his family, his legacy, as well as like, even though the fans should come second in that matter. Right. Right. For um, sure. 
um, it's tough for the fans as well because you know Marvel right now is is putting out pro uh, content and products at such a high level. They don't want that to dip at all, but that shouldn't matter at the end of the day. It should be about you know maintaining his legacy and you know not diminishing what he did before he passed. Yeah, and that is tough. How do you continue to tell a story while also being respectful of? Yeah. Of what came before so it is a tough position because obviously nobody could plan for this but um it, it from what we're hearing so far it does sound like it will be respectful i'm i'm nervous to see this because i feel like it's gonna be such a tearjerker yeah i usually don't like to go to movies that i'm gonna cry during i feel like this is gonna be a tough one but um i think it will be uh, it, i'm sure it'll be very promising too i know um <clears throat> the question often is, you know, maybe they bring back Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan to somehow take over. take over. He's been saying he's been receptive to the idea. He said like that the cast and crew of Black Panther, you know, are family to him and that he sounded like receptive and open. Lately, he said like maybe there's like a two out of ten chance that he could come back because he's like, I never want to say never. But it's like, I, I don't know. Well, he just did that movie. Without remorse, yeah. Which, if you haven't seen it, it's pretty good. I need to. It's, it's like it's like a six out of ten, okay. but it's starting a whole another universe over there. Like more, uh, mm. Amazon starting a Tom Clancy universe, so it'd be kind of hard for Michael B. Jordan to do his Tom Clancy universe, maintaining his present MCU, and then doing other creative projects that are uh, you know that are uh, that he that interest him. That's true. Yeah, so I could it, see him maybe being more inclined to do like a handoff. Like I've heard people say that, oh, maybe they somehow bring Killmonger back for like a multiverse thing and he trains Shuri, you know, or something like that. And so he was kind of mm -hmm. handing off. Um, I, I could see something like that. I would, yeah, I don't. I still don't know that I want the next Black Panther to be Shuri per se, but. So this is a bad, terrible idea that would get a ton of hate if it happened. But how would you feel about not bringing the Black Panther back, but instead bringing the White Wolf back, and Bucky God. being the main character of Black Panther, get a like, lot of hate. It'd get a lot of hate, but he has he has connections to uh, the Wakandans as yeah. the White Wolf, and they'd accept him. I don't think they'd accept him as like their king and leader, mm -hmm. but he, it'd be cool to see him wear a White Wolf costume. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? It could be kind of neat. Yeah, the the White Wolf in general, it, it, White Wolf is a character from the comics, but it's a different like person. It's not Bucky. No, so kind I of think blending two characters. Yeah. yeah. So the White Wolf himself was always it, it was a white guy in Wakanda who was you know kind of taken in by them, and he like Bucky, I guess, became like or not necessarily like Bucky, couldn't be the Black Panther. But T'Chaka did make the White Wolf like head of their, you know, uh, private security or I, I can't remember something the like technical that. Names. So he was like a yeah, very high up security. And um, yeah, but sometimes the White Wolf was more antagonistic towards T'Challa because mm -hmm. he wanted the mantle and, and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Bucky. I imagine Bucky's kind of doing his own thing. They said I, that at the end of the falcon show that the end credits was gonna say white wolf 
Captain America and White Wolf, but they didn't want but that didn't. to be too distracting and take away from the Captain America. Um, do you think he's going to be cameo in Black Panther? I've wondered about that. I can't imagine. I don't think so. It would make sense, but also I feel like you're trying to do so much in this Black Panther movie. You're trying to pay tribute to Chadwick and kind of figure things out moving forward in this uni- in such a beloved universe in a respectful mm. way. And, you know, maybe bring in a new Black Panther or, you know, some sort of somebody to take up the mantle. Not necessarily new T'Challa, but maybe, you know, Shuri takes up Black Panther or something. You, you're probably, you're trying to develop all of these things. I think bringing Bucky White Wolf in might be a little bit much unless maybe he's there as like a favor to help train but you got the door melage so yeah i was say you don't need to train him you have the door yeah. yeah so i don't know what they would use him for necessarily Plus, you know what remember killmonger burned all their flowers so he did yeah so they would have to i don't know how they're going to bring that flower back mm-hmm. and uh if shuri is to take it like that's to true come enhanced I read, because I was reading, I was curious on the White Wolf, so I was reading a little bit about him, and apparently White Wolf ended up, like, working with Killmonger, and Killmonger was able to give White Wolf a synthetic of the herb, like, kind Mm -hmm. of like a a manufactured version, so I guess they could do something like that if they wanted, interesting sort of synthetic herb. But, interesting interesting or interesting. i guess you could always write like oh he missed one you know yeah oh it started growing again you know something like mm-hmm. that you could always just hand wave it yeah especially but, uh, in these circumstances absolutely i don't have anything else for black panther yeah it's still a big mystery i'm well, i'm anxious next, to learn more about that along with black panther but as well as like the next couple of movies are going to be just like mysteries because we don't have anything on them so it's just going to be our speculation the only thing that's been confirmed as of the recording of this podcast is the release dates right other than that um i don't have anything else on them yeah it's unfortunate that we're kind of having to breeze through and kind of yeah just kind of kind of drip feed info that we know on this and be more speculative but i imagine we're going to spend a lot of time on each of these shows as we get closer and closer Correct. so we're kind of just trying to have some fun and and touch on each one a little bit it's a weird sentence um, so the next one is the marvels which is going to be the sequel to captain marvel the release date is november 11 2022 um from what i could see uh, obviously brie larson captain marvel is coming back but i also saw miss marvel is going to be in it and so's rambo from uh WandaVision, uh, yeah. yeah, Spectrum or whichever name she's taken up, mm-hmm. I think it's Spectrum. So I see, I heard all three of them are going to be in it. So that's going to be kind of interesting. Other than that, I have literally nothing, no ideas of where it could go. I do know it's probably going to be set like in the present, but that's it. Yeah, it'll be interesting for sure because we don't really know what Captain Marvel's been up to, and the couple little hints that we've heard have almost sounded more negative. With uh, Tallow saying, don't invoke her name, you know, in Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Monica seemed pretty hesitant to speak about Captain Marvel during WandaVision. So I think that's just because they hold her with such high respect. Like, like this is a, a terrible analogy. But, like, you know, back in, like, 
the Nazi days, like they didn't just say Hitler's name, like because they respected him so much. Like on like the Fuhrer or whatever. Yeah, but well, but no, like just in general, they didn't say him his name at all. Like they didn't recall him. I think it's something like that. Um, it, it could be. I, I could see that reading, especially Tylo. I don't know about M- M- Rambo, Monica. Yeah, Monica. Monica. Rambo. Um, mm-hmm. but I could definitely see Tylo because he said, like he said, uh, yeah, because he did say, "Don't speak her name or don't invoke her name." Yeah, I could see the dual meaning with him for sure, or the the dual reading. Monica's, uh, I, I wish I could remember specifically, but it did seem more like she didn't, like she had some sort of grudge with Carol. So I, I'm not, I'm not sure. I could be reading that wrong. You could have it correct, but I'm very curious to see what exactly, exactly Captain Marvel has been up to. And now we have Spectrum. I'm interested to see how Kamala Khan Miss Marvel ties into that because in the, the Marvel's logo, the S is kamala's logo so that's what's leading us to believe that she will in fact be there and she does take on captain marvel's old name of miss marvel in the comics because mm-hmm. uh, carol danvers was miss marvel and then she took the name captain marvel and then as kamala khan is just a huge fan of captain marvel so she took on the miss marvel name when she kind of needed one so didn't really ask permission or anything like that that's kind of the fun of it yeah she just kind of which so, her costume has been revealed they showed her like comparing yeah. it to the video game as well as a comic book and it looks very accurate looks really yeah i good. think it looks good yeah i think they did a good job on the suit i'm so, not excited for that series either me either um kamala khan is usually one that can can go either way sometimes they play up the uh the like nerdy fangirl thing to an annoying level so it kind of depends. I trust Marvel to do it right. The uh, Avengers game did a that's, very good job. That's with... what I was going to ask. You played the game. Did you like her in the game? Because she's the main yeah. character in the game. Yeah, yeah. She was, she was actually really... No, she was portrayed very well. I, I liked her a lot in that. Uh, well, I'm saying like... Un- even won an award unfortunately, for her portrayal. Unfortunately, because like if you play an Avengers game, I'm sure you'd want to be more Captain America, uh, Hulk, Iron Man, more than Camilla. That's what I'm saying. Kamala. Yeah. yeah well, Kamala. Yeah. I guess I, I don't want I shouldn't get too far into the game, but that, that was a yeah. complaint a lot of people had was they wanted to play as the Avengers. But this is a storytelling opportunity for them mm-hmm. to have like a new character that's a little bit younger as kind of the window into the Marvel universe. And she's yeah. kind of going through and introducing you to those characters. I think it was done well. I think as gotcha. much as the game maybe gets hate, even though I'm not really into that. Uh, I think it's a little bit undeserved, but the story most people can agree. Should is the fans buy the game? Should the fans buy the game? That's what we're just trying to ask, Jesse. Should we buy the game? Yeah, because it's like thirty dollars. <laughs> it's super cheap now because they keep cutting the price. Yeah, yeah, you should. The story is really good, but um, yeah, Kamala is the main character in that. I read Kamala's comic or one of her series for a little bit. I, I didn't go too far into it but it was really funny it was really kind of enjoyable she's a really quirky character she you know her her family and her her support system the characters around her are very interesting it's kind of it's fun seeing her dynamic and come into being a a superhero and kind of awkwardly so she brings a, a fun dynamic and i think if they can nail the writing and get that correct and make her charismatic then i definitely would be invested in that but nobody really knows the actress. I think she's new. I don't know that she's active yeah, in anything. I'm not... And then um, 
so yeah uh, yeah there's a lot of mystery up there i think just looking at set photos can be can be deceiving you don't really know much about it so i'm i'm not going to write her off yet i'm glad to see that she's in the movie i think that'll be kind of a neat dynamic i wasn't expecting her to be in it um, yeah. i expected her and captain marvel to meet at some point but yeah i didn't expect i definitely it thought maria was going to be in it just because uh, monica or maria monica okay rambo yeah just because she, uh, I just feel like she has to be in it because she's connected to Captain Marvel so well. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right. That is her first role. The uh, okay. Kamala, girl playing Kamala. That's her first role. Good for her. That's one hell of a start. <laughs> right? Damn. Um, it's, yeah, hey, it's only well. up from there. Or, I mean, yeah. you, don't, you don't go anywhere else. You could end up like cyborg. That's true. Uh <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she'll. I'm sure she'll have a better. Yeah, better shot. Um, but uh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. But yeah, I guess uh, we'll see. There's only one. Only time will tell. Yeah, I wonder when this will release in relation to Secret Invasion, that Disney Plus show. Yeah, well, with Carol's. You know, I'm sure, uh, do you think Captain Marvel is going to be in Miss Marvel? She pops in for like a cameo. She could. I mean, now seeing that the marvels is what captain marvel 2 is being called seeing that kamala is going to have a part in that i would Mm -hmm. think maybe she would show up and kind of be like hey heard you took my name or i guess i guess Carol never went by miss marvel maybe she like started it's like she saved her or something like she's like oh my god i want to be just like you when i grow up and she's like i'm miss marvel that's what i'm thinking maybe yeah i don't know i don't know how they'll do it because i know in the comics carol went by miss marvel but i don't think she has in the mcu at all yeah no she hasn't i guess i mean you can always just she can say i'm not captain marvel but i am miss marvel or i don't know you can do whatever you want yeah with that but it would be it would be neat since it is in reference to carol that maybe carol shows up or that maybe it's spectrum maybe i don't know i don't know why spectrum would come find kamala Uh, yeah I'm not sure. I could see them tying it in that way if maybe Miss Marvel leads into the Marvels, kind of the same way WandaVision is leading into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. But um yeah, I yeah, I'm not sure, honestly. Well, let's uh let's move on cuz we have three movies left. Um okay. on those three movies we don't know anything but release dates and like one detail per movie. Mm-hmm. So Ant-Man Quantumania February yeah. 20 and now we're in February 23 20 February 23rd 2023. Okay. The only thing that's been confirmed is Kang is the villain. Yes, they've cast Kang the Conqueror, a time traveling villain. So more more time travel. Yes. And that's And it's Quantumania, so I guess we're experiencing more more the quantum realm. Yeah. And uh, of course, uh Paul Rudd's going to be back. Um the Actress playing Wasp. I think Michael Douglas is supposed to come back. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, sure. um, do you think we're getting a reappearance of Ghost? Uh, maybe. I don't think so. I, think, I don't know that you need to. I think she's like a one and done actress for the MCU. I don't see her coming back unless she comes back in the Thunderbolts later. Right? Yeah, I could see something like that. That could be interesting. They they could probably just name drop her or whatever and given her they they could go back for more quantum particles for and um i wonder if i i believe i've seen speculation that you remember in ant-man one when they go in the quantum realm and there was like what looks to be like a little tiny city in there 
No, I don't. Yeah, well, at one point there's like what looks to be a small city and it was kind of set up that that could be a thing and it's never really been revealed. And I think I've seen that maybe Kang has some sort of city in there. In the quantum realm. Yeah, maybe. That's that's super funny. I've never seen it because Ant-Man's number six on my all-time Marvel movie list. Oh, he's pretty high up there. I love Ant-Man. Not not the character, but that movie. Yeah, that movie's really good. Yeah, a lot of people rank it lower, so I'm glad that... I, I like that movie a lot, too, I think. I'm glad a lot of people were saying, I don't care about Ant-Man 3. It doesn't need another... No, I want an Ant-Man 3, so I'm glad that we are getting another one. And it's exciting. Kang is a pretty big deal. He's a, yeah. he's a very interesting character. Hopefully. And that, Go ahead. Yeah, he, oh, no, I was just saying that he... It's not just Kang, too. Like He does so much time-traveling mischief. mischief. Mm-hmm. Also, along with that, we got Loki and the Time Variance Authority already yeah. setting up some time travel stuff so that could probably tie and into Kang Ant-Man could and become the next big bad like they could set this up to be, make him the, like ant-man stops him and then he's like oh i gotta like do better and then they have to like get the avengers to stop him oh yeah yeah he's a he's a big threat because he's like in the future you can find there's like different versions of kang that will sometimes interact with each other there's one called iron lad which i i think becomes a new avenger he's kind of like an iron man type but it's a version of kang Kang. and you know Mm -hmm. sometimes he tries to stop his future self like crazy a lot of craziness which would be perfect for ant-man and the wasp yeah um yeah but it would have probably that could easily lead into some sort of avengers level threat with with kang the conqueror yeah so yeah I'm, i'm excited to see where they go with that there's there's a lot you can do with kang absolutely um so the second to last movie Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, we've, which we kind of touched on earlier. That comes out May 5th, 2023. Um, other than that, we know, you know, the cast is going to be back. And more than likely, I think it's just going to be kind of centered around finding Glamora. Glamora, yeah. There's also going to be a uh, holiday special on Disney Plus. Yeah. That James Gunn has written that's supposed to lead into Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I think you said that they're going to film them at the same time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, holiday special next year, not this year. So yeah, if 2023 is Guardians three, then holiday 2022, you'll get a Disney Plus show for something, some sort of holiday special around the Guardians Christmas themed. So I, I think you're right. I would expect that it would be at least part of it would be about finding Gamora, maybe trying to bring her memory up to date about her and Peter Quill's life. They were like, you know, starting to get their life together, like how they're falling in love maybe something like centered around that as well um yeah. other than that i really don't know what else it could be hopefully we do get some funny drax lines because we've gotten some great ones over the years where if like nothing goes over my head i'll catch it or uh when he's asking how big um peter's dad's dong is because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but other than that like you know or him just calling mantis ugly <laughs> but hopefully you know we get some really good Drax moments as well but other than that i don't have anything for guardians 3 yeah that one is especially mysterious because like we were saying it was supposed to come out i think in 2021 and then there was there maybe even 2020 Something. and then james gunn got fired and, and all of that nonsense and now he's back so who knows how much this script has shifted it has yeah. to shift a lot so, because, yeah, what was very close to the beginning of Phase 4 is now at, at the, end, at the end. Yeah. So, 
not much not much is known about guardians of the galaxy just yet just that we know the script is complete and that there's yeah. going to be a holiday special and all of that but i guess we can get to the to the big one yes to end phase four we're giving you the fantastic four yes like that transition yeah um so we get the fantastic four logo at the end of this trailer but we don't get a release date and we know absolutely nothing about this movie yeah and that's it (laughs) yeah pretty much i mean as far as the release date i would expect it to be in 2023 yeah we're getting so we have ant-man and guardians you said ant-man was in february and then guardians Guardians was in in may May. so more than likely we're probably getting this movie like around november because that's like the trend they've been doing i guess it would depend on if they want like four movies a year then this could be late summer kind of like early fall and then a phase five could begin at the end of 2023 yeah i guess it it depends i mean it could be but i would say that i would expect fantastic four to be at the end of 2023 just because we only have two movies pretty much front loading 2023 so i would expect marvel to end the year with with some sort of big movie as well because they yeah. seem to be going for three to four movies. Yeah, that's what I'm year. saying. So for sure it'd be 2023, but mm-hmm. I think it'd probably be like around like maybe August, September, and then you have another one in December. Yeah, I I would be cool with maybe phase five being starting in like in the December. winter. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. With something the only phase five we know is Blade. Yes. Blade that's is right. the only confirmed. That's the only, that's the only confirmed Marshall phase five movie, being Blade. Which we mm-hmm. have yet to see or hear anything about. I don't know if yeah. the script's been done yet. I don't know either. We know the actor, and that's it. Do you have any um, choices that you want for Fantastic Four? Like, if you could select anybody to be... Not like... Obviously, you love Silver Surfer, and we've talked about that. But mm-hmm. somebody that's in the Fantastic Four, you know, Richard, Johnny, Sue, or... Uh, I forget the thing's main name. And ben, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Ben. Do you have an actor or an actress that you want in one of those roles off the top of your head uh well i was talking with some people in discord and i like well of course there's the uh reed richards and sue storm john krasinski and, and emily, emily Blunt Blunt. Are like the big ones that everyone wants i agree with that i think that's great casting in that i mean they already have the the chemistry because they're a married couple so yeah. that works out perfectly they're both fantastic actors they both look like they would embody those characters very well um yeah I, I think that's that's great if you can get them i didn't know this i didn't know emily blunt was the one who got the black widow role before scarlet and then she had to turn it down because of another movie so she yeah. was almost black for widow that movie with tom cruise like no tomorrow or something like that oh i heard it was gulliver's travels so maybe it was know. that i don't know maybe it was both i don't know maybe but um, yeah I, but i think it's fate now that you got them too to be ushering in the first family you know, i think they really have cool. to bring chris evans back as johnny storm no i'm nah. joking i'm joking i'm joking okay. <laughs> I, I loved him as johnny storm, i did but too he's not coming back. um if i could select so if i'm gonna be like a little more difficult and not pick john just because that's the easy choice mm-hmm. i would pick uh keanu reeves as richard he's too old is he yeah but reed i, I don't know i think that's the perfect role for him because he gets to do some stuff. He can show his acting ability. And uh, Keanu, Keanu doesn't have. I love Keanu. He does not have that kind of range. 
Ooh, he does not have range. You give him a very stoic character <laughs> and let him do that. That's why John Wick is perfect. Neo in the Matrix is perfect. Yes, same thing. Oh, that's so that's so mean. I'm I just think, saying you gotta play to his that. strengths and Okay, so what about this? Christian Bell CGI'd in Thor. What if you used Christian Bale as Reed Richards? I guess I don't I don't really like Christian Bale as Reed Richards either. Keanu might be a good silver surfer. If he could get, I guess. Because he's stoic and doesn't say anything. Yeah, he's pretty straight up. <laughs> That's so fucked Although up. Although Silver Surfer has a lot of like internal issues. Like, monologue well, John Wick struggles. does. John Wick has a lot of internal Yeah, but I'm saying well. the actor would need to display a lot of internal like emotions through their facial expressions. I don't know that Keanu could do that. I think <laughs> he can display anger. That's so. You're, you're crushing him, my boy. Am I wrong? I think so. I think Keanu is a, a very good actor. I, I love he, Keanu. I get excited to see him in things. I love John Wick. I've <laughs> seen him in other movies, and he just is he does not have that kind of range. Maybe he doesn't do it for you. He yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think he'd be a good Reed Richards. If I'm yeah. just trying to pick like a sleeper that like nobody because I didn't want to go with the grain. I was trying to go against it when I picked Keanu. No, I got you. I, I took the the easy, easy route but yeah. that's the one that i want too i want them to to get it as well i would be and, a little bit disappointed and if, if i had cast. To, if i had to pick somebody for uh for johnny storm i'd pick zach the guy Ep. from huh i was gonna no. say zach efron no he's the easy choice as well yeah i like I, I uh the guy who plays in kingsman i forget his name oh um, yeah he was like thought of to be like wolverine for a little bit yeah but i think he'd be a really good johnny storm yeah, I don't know that I see that one, but no, I just hate on all my picks tonight. I don't right. know. That's why I don't play this game with you. Yeah. I never agree on these. They're not meant to be agreeable. They're just meant to make you think. But Fantastic Four, yeah, definitely officially coming and at the end of phase four. Mm-hmm. And I what do you think the odds are that we'll get Doctor Doom too? Uh I think he has to be the like I think he has to be the villain for guard uh Fantastic Four. Like you can't, and if he's not the villain, he's definitely going to be in the movie as Victor Doom. Like Victor Doom is going to be hundred percent in the movie, I think, but he, we might not be Doctor Doom. Yeah, I I think Victor Von Doom would at least make an appearance as as that character if he hasn't gone full blown Doctor Doom yet. I think still, I really hope and like that they could maybe do the uh, making Sokovia Latveria the. Mm-hmm country where doom rules i think that would be really cool so i i think there's a lot of opportunity there um i know it's usually every there's been two fantastic four movies already and both use doom right out the gate and both kind of failed at it so but i so i could see if maybe marvel's a little bit hesitant on throwing him out there first yeah but well, um, maybe seen, you want to develop him until he becomes Doom. Maybe that's like all, the end credit. You, you also see Marvel, like the first Spider-Man we had Green, not Marvel, but first Spider-Man, Green Goblin. And then in the second time of Spider-Man, in Amazing Spider-Man 2, you had Green Goblin. Um, it's just an easy person to do. So Marvel has shown that they don't like to go like necessarily the easy route to bring somebody around. Right. Yeah. They like to try different. And they so, like to add more characters to the roster. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I think you have to cast a Von Doom. Just he may not evolve into Doctor Doom 
immediately. Reed Richards, Topher Grace. Reed Topher that's Grace? A, that's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. Okay. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you should have saw your face. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I got for Fantastic Four as well, unless you want to add anything else. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, it's the most mysterious one, but also Absolutely. my most anticipated one. I'm excited to see what they do. I think that Marvel can get the Fantastic Four right. I said there were two movies. Is that, it's technically like three Fantastic Four movies. I just want to. We don't count that, that I, one. I think Doom might even be the villain. I didn't watch it yet. We don't. I, I've never watched. I, I don't I plan to watch it. it. I want um, to. But. Uh, Fantastic Four is your most anticipated. Spider-Man is still mine. And then Doctor Strange, because Spider-Man is my favorite character right after Wolverine. And then Doctor Strange, I love that movie. So I can't wait to see what they do with the new genre. And Doctor Strange, I felt, was a little bit weak the first time around. Interesting. So I'm hoping that it's kind of like a Captain America Civil War scenario for Strange. Where it gets better. Multiverse of Madness, where it's like a huge leap. I just didn't like that it followed the traditional story arc of a, like the old school like origin movie. Watch them kind of become the hero and then at the I end mean, there. I guess. I it's guess, just, but I, I guess, I guess, I guess I can say that. No, I mean, I, I've seen my, my wife loves the Doctor Strange movie. It's one of her favorites too, but it's just, it's like, I'm really there for like the last hour of the movie. Yeah. So no, it, it's a good one, but I, I'm thinking Multiverse of Madness can really like Up skyrocket it. it. The way that Captain America first Avenger was like, all right. And then Winter Soldier was like, whoa that was phenomenal so i'm expecting yeah. that from multiverse of madness but yeah i guess we've gone on yeah quite i think we a while i think we uh kept you guys for two hours if you've made it all the way through mm -hmm. well in that case um i'm we will definitely be back with more we still got to go through all the the disney plus, plus shows and, and talk so, about some of those we'll try to kind of make those into little more bite-sized pieces maybe only pick a few episodes to talk so be ready for that be on the lookout for that Yep, so we'll be coming back with that next week. But in the meantime, thank you for watching and listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Peace out.